Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Better late than never, or maybe better not ever than rather than late. Guys of a certain age, Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside Art Shirley and Jay Reed. Yeah, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. I'm rusty. Plus, no, you're been, not no rusty. rusty was not in the studio today. <laughs> no, no. But we have bagels. So many bagels. So. Bagels of bagels. Bagels for me. So, but. Anyway, have you had one of the? You've had a bagel, right? Yes. Jay? All right, you've had. A, I haven't had a whole bagel, no. Well, I've got a whole bagel in there on my uh, desk. I made a chocolate chip bagel this morning. So All right. If you guys want to fight over it, Hunger Games style, I brought it for y'all. I lit my uh, crossbow <laughs> the in the truck. Ever, maybe odds be ever in my favor. Oh, uh, may the bagels ever be in your favor. Yeah, so, right. all right. Well, how are you guys doing? All right. Quite good. I remarked to Jay that he's a brave man for being decked out in Ole Miss head to toe in enemy territory. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Ole Miss golf course van was on campus today. Kevin Hudson, okay. a fellow, I shouldn't probably mention him by name. I'll have to pay him now something now, but a fellow Ole Miss alum, and I went and talked to him for a while. Cool. What, were they was, doing, what were they doing here? They were dropping off soil samples. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in Oxford this past weekend and I took the shirt and didn't wear it. So this morning it was like, what is iron yeah. that I what can is, wear? What is ready for what wear? Is ready to put wait, on? wait, you iron your clothes? Sure I do. When, they, when needed. <laughs> I, I don't anymore. I never iron clothes. I and you could to, probably tell. I used to. COVID had stopped that unless I'm going to the church or something. You know, I'll try to. That's where you get hang, hang them before they require much. Well, so yeah. I hang them, put them in the bathroom so the shower yeah. steam can uh-huh. hit them. Yeah, that works. I've been known to, to throw day. a wet rag into the dryer. That's too. right. Oh, Actually, gosh, yes. or damp rag. You know, our dryer has a. I don't have the 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 water hooked up to it, but it has a steam um, function on it. Right. That I will need do that because I'm a throwing wet rags in there all the time. And we thought we didn't have a topic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and also, I buy wrinkle-free yeah. or wrinkle-resistant clothing. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that. You're just crazy about other things. Crazy. Well, that's true. Yeah. In general. That's right. All right, let's jump into some Geeks of the Week. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Jay. I'll go first. I came across this cool thing. I guess, I don't know, when is Raiders of Lost Ark come out, the next one? The so, Dial of Destiny. A couple months, is that right? Well, anyway. June? Live? May, June? This summer, May. It may yeah. be June. It may be June. Okay. So whenever it comes out, keep this in mind. Um, <laughs> there was a little clip I saw of Steven Spielberg. He was talking about the development of the musical theme. And he said when John Williams came to him at first, he came with two different themes for him to choose from. And one was dun da da dun dun da which you know very well. dun da dun 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 And the other one's ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. That sounds familiar, Johnny. Yeah. Actually, the second one was which Stephen said, "Why can't we have both?" Yeah, I was going to say that sounds familiar too. Yeah, it was. So the first one became the main intro, the, uh-huh. the main theme, and the second part became the bridge. Uh-huh. And then Indies March. Uh, is that what it's called? Probably so. I don't. I don't. Maybe remember. the first one's Indies March. I can't remember. Yeah. So they use both parts, and and John Williams comes on and says, "Yeah, this is kind of how we collab collaborated well and." And talked about how much time and effort he spends on those little six-note 
progressions yeah. uh, to get them just right. So, you know, it's not complicated. It's very simple, but but he but really he focuses right. on that yeah. little bit, and then the rest of it just kind of goes from there. Can you hum if somebody throws out Star Wars, and not to say that the John Williams stuff sounds similar, but if somebody says, what has the Star Wars theme go? I can do, do that, do, but then do, 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 how does Superman go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you start with Superman, you can usually do Superman. That's uh Can you read my mind? Yeah, that's right. That's the lowest lane. Yeah, theme. that's right. So that's not even the main theme song. So you failed at that. Yeah, I can't do it. Well, I, I think, think you're proving your point, though. You're yeah, your Will point. can do it. You because he said he was with a group of, of friends that goes nobody can switch around. He goes, yeah, he can, and I can't do it. I never, and as familiar as I am with all of them, I can't do it. That's fascinating. Can't do mouth trumpet for them all. <laughs> wow. Okay. Or throat bongos. Now, throat bongos because they're universal. And that is one thing. You look at John Williams' scores. His throat bongo track is the same for every dadgum one of them from Lost in Space to the Fablemans. It's non existent. Right. It's non existent. Very low. Yeah. It's mixed down. Yeah. Buried in the mix. Yeah. John yeah. goes, I got to have the throat bongos. Like, yeah, we got it, Johnny. We got it right here. Yeah. What does Steven Spielberg call him? He calls him something. I can't remember what it is. I don't remember. Has a pet name for him. He ought to call it money. That's exactly. We went the same place. He ought to call it money. Because there's no doubt. Well, I mean, if you remember... What blockbuster, was, yeah, blockbuster. When they talked about how Star Wars was entirely different with John Williams' score, yeah, and Jaws yeah. had no shark, so he provided the scare factor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, and we said we had no topic. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah, we had plenty of topics. And I actually found my geek that I wanted to do. What else you got there, Jay? Oh, just a just a RIP. Um, week or two ago, Gina Lollobrigida, who was an Italian actress that was considered, or at least gave the title of the most beautiful woman in, in the world yeah. at some point. She passed away at 95. Mm-hmm. Is, I was just reading a little bit at of her story. At 95 or in 95? At, at 95. the age of 95. Well, right, we, I got you. Popular <laughs> Mechanics did this. The, in no. the Popular Mechanics obituary section. This was on she the was interweb. <laughs> it was on, the AL, it was on <laughs> AL.com message board. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. My mom gave it to me. She's still on e- AOL. E- I was looking com. at the MySpace tribute to Gina Lola Brigida. <laughs> Gina Lola. I always think of oh. Gina Lola Jupiter, who is the uh, Jetsons version of. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. So, why would that be important to our geeky audience? Well, she's not, she she's not been in any star anything film. She was the Esmeralda in Hunchback of Notre Dame in ah. 1956. Yeah. Uh, she was apparently. Uh, Solomon and Sheba was another movie, so I'm assuming she was Queen of Sheba. Yeah, she but was. um, yeah, it was just kind of a cool story. I mean, she's just we talked about Raquel Welch, I think either an episode or two ago. She was in the iconic. Million Years BC thing that had a fantastic voyage. Raquel Welch, well, yeah. well, I would Miss, say Miss Welch back yes. in Notre Dame is monster movies. Yeah, 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 and it's become a Disney property. So there you go. Yeah. Hey, I think it became a Disney property when the copyright expired <laughs> by uh, who wrote Hunchback? Is it Victor Hugo? It's Victor Hugo. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. So, what you got, Art? Uh, I have a another death of a movie monster. As we continue with the obituary right. show right. of guys of a certain age, guys of a certain age in memoriam, <laughs> Rico <laughs> Rico Browning, uh, who played the creature from the back. The black lagoon, Suave. as opposed to the back lagoon. Oh, he's looking around there, in the back. <laughs> Don't go to the front lagoon. Piranha's there. Gilman back lagoon. <laughs> Gilligan's over in the other lagoon. Uh, Gilligoon. 
<laughs> Gilman, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, it's sad. this is sad. This man, he passed away right. in 93. That's a nice long we're life. We're celebrating his life. Yeah. Um, but I think we were all surprised to see that in addition to the creature in the Black Lagoon movies, he was in several of those. That was Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, Creature, what did I say? Creature in the Black Lagoon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've actually seen these movies. They're favorites of mine. I just can't remember the titles. Uh, in addition to those, he was uh, involved in Flipper, helped develop yeah, I saw that. the that was Flipper cool. movie and then the TV series. Uh-huh. Yeah, and did a lot of underwater kind of stuff. Very cool. So he was the last of the Universal Monster right, actors. the last of the original cast yeah. Universal Monsters. Yeah. So Which wow. is, you know, kind of a end of an era there we ought yeah. to do a, a podcast on the universal monsters series and i haven't seen them since i was a kid on tbs yeah i wasn't a kid on tbs i watched them on tbs <laughs> as a kid back Rob- in the back lagoon i'm yeah. robbie <laughs> welcome to cartoon hour what I don't know. you were a kid on tbs yeah no i was like you hosted so. your own show anyway no. sad to hear that he's uh he's gone on that's one of the i always liked the creature from the black lagoon mm-hmm. movie yes which always kind of freaked me out a little bit. And there was a Doctor Who episode that had very similar creatures from ah. that I thought they just completely ripped yeah. off creatures be, from the be. Black Lagoon. So he um, could hold his breath for four minutes. Oh wow! So, oh, okay. Wow! Very so I guess I waited <laughs> to confirm. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> He's done this to us before. Dark. Really? <laughs> I went a little dark. Sorry. That was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> We may have to edit that out. Uh, uh, no, no, we don't edit. We don't edit anything. Uh, so I actually found a geek that I talked about uh, in a text message to you guys before, and the irony of it is Steve Rogers, the musical, is coming to Disneyland this summer. I'm talking about a musical. Road trip. That I will not go see. So you guys Did remember the Rogers yeah. musical from Hawkeye. So they're actually fleshing that out. They're gonna, yeah, we, I thought uh, we talked really- about this at, at lunch or something, didn't we? I wasn't there. No, we talked so about the. It was a text conversation. Yeah, it was a text conversation. Anyway, Rogers the musical will be staged as a short one inch act musical at Disney's California Adventure. Later, I'm disappointed it's not going to be. Not that I'm going to any when other Disney property, but huh? When is it supposed to come out? This summer. Okay, we've talked. Beck and I've talked about going to Disneyland oh, yeah. in the upcoming. Why foreseeable future? We have a, a nephew that lives in L.A. And His name's like, Goofy. <laughs> Holy <laughs> <Yeah, Lord. laughs> um, uh, Sorry. Um, yeah, so he's offered to show us around, and we thought we'd go to Disneyland for the day. I want to go to the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, go see the Holly, Hollywood sure. sign. Yeah. Which is not that big. It's not, really? I don't think it is. Okay. So I saw it from a distance. So, but. <laughs> Everything looks small. So, yeah, I'm hoping when we discuss this off mic, but I think it would be, I hope they will record it somehow. Oh, it's going to end up will, on Disney we'll Plus. It, I yeah. mean, that's a that's low hanging fruit for content right there. For sure. Oh, yeah. Especially with Bobby Iger saying, oh, we're not going to produce nearly as much mm-hmm. anymore because we're getting Disney ready for sale. I'm telling you, Apple buying Disney Plus. I'm calling it right now Apple buying Disney. You've called it before. I'm calling it again. Okay. Yeah. So it won't be AOL call. Won't be AOL buying it or Popular Mechanics for that reason. So, True. but something else I was going to bring up. We talked a little bit off my Mandalorian uh, season three premiered last night. Okay. I need to go rewatch it. I thought it was a little long and drawn out, but the most significant thing. See, I thought it was really short. 
the the I giant thought it was just right. The giant lizard <laughs> scene. I mean, you know, the giant lizard attack. Thought that went on la- too long. Yeah, I did. I mean, why? I'm like, everybody's got rocket packs. Just jet away, okay? Well, yeah. when when they said, and spoiler alert, by the way, uh, when they said. Get the children to the cave. Becky goes, why don't they all just go to the cave? <laughs> I said the same thing. I said the same thing. I mean. I, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it seemed like a challenge they should have been able to handle. They have rocket packs. They have rocket packs. In a have, cave. And, and grenades that they put on the outside when they could have just lobbed them into right. the mouth of the alligator. Yeah. Also, certainly they've been there for a while they understand that there's it's like the black lagoon you know the back lagoon has the gill man <laughs> front lagoon piranha you got to know that there's an alligator dinosaur in that baptismal pool they use well anyway. it just seen poor plan and even the fights part of that where they were hooking themselves up to these wires and trying to pull it and everything i'm like yeah, Somebody's that was, fixing to get flung in a minute. Yeah, Becky said, that doesn't seem like a really good no. idea. No. Yeah. They thought they were. I'm thinking maybe the children of the watch aren't the brightest of the Mandalorians. I don't think they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like, you remember when Starbucks. going, you can't take your helmet off? That's stupid. Why would you not be able to take your helmet off? It's just a piece of armor. Yeah. This is the way. Well, that's a dumb way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't get you to be a script doctor on that, Art. Well, you know, this is a dumb way. So. Anyway, the thing that I thought was pretty interesting was when um, when the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, as we use their common names, are in the hyperspace tunnel, they see the space whales, the pergils, off in the side, and Grogu, yeah. Baby Yoda, gets freaked out and goes and jumps in his lap. In his lap. Jin Jarns. Jin Jarn? Yeah. yeah. So, do you guys know the significance of the space whale? I feel like now that you've mentioned it, I should, but I don't. I do not. So, if you'd watched Star Wars Rebels, you would have known that the space whales were invoked in the final battle with Grand Admiral Thrawn, that Ezra Bridger actually pulled the space whales in and caused the Star Destroyer that they both were on to be Mm -hmm. flung to the Outer Rims. So, there is speculation we're going to finally catch up with Ezra Bridger and oh. Grand Admiral Thrawn in Mandalorian Season 3 because you've got the space whales. Nice. So, nice. the Pergils, P-U-R-R-G-I-L, sounds like some sort of medicine. <laughs> Jay, can I have 40 milligrams of Pergil, please? <clears throat> right. So, but anyway, that's a significance of the... Side include faster than light travel. <laughs> so, apparently, these are... These space whales, if you see them in hyperspace, pilots freak out because they're kind of like an albatross. It's oh. an omen of something bad. So do you think Grogu knew that or he was just freaked out that all of a sudden there's these large bodies beside him? Well, I mean, I think he he looked at something he thought he could eat and then, oh no, there was... Just could eat me. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Grogu J. So, Grogu J. Grogu J. Grogu J. Grogu J. That's what we'll call okay. it. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So, anyway. Sure, uh, thank you. Yeah, well, maybe not. <laughs> I used to be. <laughs> can we also mention quickly about the... No, uh, we can't. The, okay. The DCU chart that you sent out that has universe oh, reset in the middle of it? Yeah, I forgot about that. That's so. just for their stuff. Like It's not something they know about, right? The whole universe will be reset by James yeah. Gunn and Peter Safran. You know, I'm actually looking forward to The Flash. Me too. It looks. Have you seen the latest trailer? It came out? No, probably yeah. not. I've been and tied it says up something about it. this is the end, you know? Mm. So, not just then, the beginning yeah and, so. and then on that chart they've got you've got the flash and then universe reset 
And then you've still got some of the- lots of people out of work. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. So when's the flash coming out? Is that June or July? June or May. July. Yes. <laughs> I think August. it's June. I think it's right around Father's Day. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, good. Good. All right, we're going to go to the second half of the show after the break. Jay has finally seen Severance. We've been talking to him about it for months now. I mean, I had to talk art into it, you know. Yeah. So, have you guys not learned when I recommend something, you probably should just jump on it because you'll be in front of the trend? There was something that you recommended that I didn't like, but that's been the exception of the rule. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what Jay. it was. Jay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is not true, Jay. You know that's not true. Sorry, Mrs. Reed. It was just there, and I went for it. And I, I, I instantly it regret it. My New Year's resolution is now shot. <laughs> there may be other things severed. Come back after this. And we're back, all three of us. A fight didn't break out. No one got their feelings hurt, at least that they showed. Everybody stayed behind their mic. Right, Jay? That's right. Jay right. invited me to take a long swim in the front lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> or I think the he, piranha. I thought he was going to take you to the train station. Oh. oh. Have you guys seen uh, Yellowstone? Yellowstone. Yosemite. Yellowstone. <laughs> I've always got Yosemite Sam. Off. Yeah, yeah. So now, have, that would be hilarious if they did a parody of Yellowstone called Yosemite and had Yosemite Sam, uh, the Kevin Costner uh, character. That would be That's awful. gold for somebody right there. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Have you guys seen Yellowstone? I have not. Becky's watched some of it. So I've seen the first four seasons. You've seen the first four seasons? Yeah, and we're in the middle of 1883 now. No, we're in 2023 right now. Okay. Anyway, we're watching the show. <laughs> is the show 1883? And then there's another one, 1920? 1883 is the one that's got uh, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. Okay, that's the, gotcha. That's What's the, the one that. Earliest uh, prequel. And then there's 1923 with, with Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford and Helen Mirren. Okay, gotcha. And then season five is going on. I guess season five is two parter. First part has ended, but it's. It's not like streaming yet uh, as far as free streaming. And then part two, I think, is coming this summer. So season five is kind of in a, on hiatus right now. Okay. But so watch that. Has it been worth it? Oh, Have you yeah. watched it? Nah. Yeah. We've really enjoyed it. It's a Western. I don't like Westerns. So We've enjoyed it. Okay. Would you consider it a Western or a soap opera? Um, a Western soap opera? Yes. Okay. Um, a soapy the, western like the well the 1883 is very western yeah uh, I've heard Elliott. it's one of people that like westerns I like westerns people have said if you liked Lonesome Dove and that kind of stuff you need to watch this yeah and I don't know about you know what's coming but I'm I like you know but Yellowstone itself I wouldn't call it a western there's cowboys there's Native Americans there's all the elements of the western and it's in the west but to I wouldn't really logic would lead you to believe it would wouldn't it but yeah since when were we logical yeah that's right so all right. You could call it that, but I wouldn't. All right. Thank you for allowing me to call that while you withhold your, you know, whatever about it. Okay. So. No idea what you just said. Let's talk severance. <laughs> okay. So just to refresh those listing, all three of you, it is the Apple TV series that drops last summer? Six years ago. Yeah, no. <laughs> last summer, it's got uh, Adam um, Scott Adam Scott in it from The Office. No, he wasn't in The Office. Parks and Recreation. Parks and he was Rec. in Parks and Rec. And Party Down, which is now making Current. a comeback. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. So We actually have gotten the Stars Network again to watch that. We haven't watched a bit of it yet. So 
So the party must not be down. Yet. Party, <laughs> we forget. We, we're not party down kind of folks anymore. I guess. Yeah, well, that's the way it goes. So I really enjoyed it. Huge twist at the end. So there'll be yeah. some spoilers. What I can remember because it's been so long what, since I watched it. I was talking about it earlier with a coworker, and I could not remember anybody's name. Well, I've got it. I, I'm more the more freshly uh, watched. So, so, so tell you, us what did you thought about it? Yeah, what did you think? I thought it started out slow. Um, like the very first time Melissa and I tried to watch it together, we fell asleep. But when I went back, you know, it, it <laughs> it's took common me, for me watching anything. <laughs> well, true, true. Um, so it took me a few episodes to really get into it. But once, you know, then it just picked up speed from there. And the end, I mean, by the end of the last two, three episodes, I really could not wait to watch the next one. Yeah. And I was very yeah. disappointed <laughs> in the finale because I thought, did you, were you really? We need one. Well, not disappointed in the action, but. I'm, but the, I want to know oh, more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm ready for season two. Episode you were you one were sorry today. to see it in, not disappointed yes. in the finale. Yeah, yes, okay, absolutely. gotcha. Because yeah. I mean, and they did a great job as far as cliffhanger and, and goes. And I think you texted to us. Yeah, what a great twist. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, one of the great Nominated, plot twists ever. Yeah, nomination from Jay for one of the greatest plot twists of all time. Yes. Yeah. Um, good people in it. Christopher Walken's in it. Yeah, he was great. Patricia yeah. Arquette. John Patricia Arquette. Turturro. Yeah. Turturro. Uh-huh. He was great. Yeah. Uh, the other two actors that play the co-workers. Uh, Zach Cherry as okay. Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not familiar with these. I've seen them since, but I was yeah, not familiar I, with them when I was. I didn't know that. Lauer is Helly. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. So I love the premise of it. The, yeah. the whole idea, what a what a novel take on the workplace. And just uh, for those of you guys playing along at home who haven't watched it, uh, the idea is you have your outside world and you have your regular life memories, the whole nine yards. You go to work at Lumen Industries. Yeah. And as you walk in, you lose your outside memories, life, the whole nine yards. You wake up, you're transformed to your any, as they call it. And you have you have traits of your personality, but a whole different memory pattern, mm-hmm. a whole different life pattern while you're at Lumen Industries yeah. doing the most nonsensical type of things. Yeah. So we try as as normal human beings, we sometimes try to separate our work life from our home life. This is like an implant in you know, a chip in your brain that actually does it. Right. Just to be specific. Just a really brilliant premise. And I thought so too. It just seemed very different to me from, you know, typical science fiction things. I mean, it did remind me of certain things, but it felt wholly new otherwise. You know, you, you said science fiction. Have you ever heard of the word creepypasta? No. Do you know that word? I was just That's reading about the... two um, words? It is two words, but in this sense, it's combined into one. It's an internet word for like internet horror. Like if you post a horror story... On, on the internet, creepypasta apparently is the word for it. And this is an example of it. Somebody started this. I was reading like the history and the, the inspiration for Severance. And somewhere, some some Reddit page, somewhere they somebody posted sort of a dim picture of a series of hallways. Wow. Kind of in dim yellow light. And that kind of, you know, of course, Lumen is very much that only brighter white light. But... That kind of is what got it started. I mean, there's a lot of things that influenced it. Truman Show influenced it. Yeah. And, um, See, I would have thought IKEA inspired it, the IKEA store, because we were there today, and I'm like, we, we can't get out of here. We were in a maze. We, we just. If you do not know how to navigate IKEA, it it yeah, you've got to. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. You've I mean, got to have we, an IKEA. We, we ended up in the same. 
same room like three times. I said, "This is like this is like a you know sitcom kind of thing." And they said, "No, it's like Severance. We like keep in Kelly the leaving place. the room and coming back into the yeah. same room." How many? I mean, you, they they show you this linear thing of oh, you're in this, and then you go, and it's like, well, this isn't how this map works at all. No, it's not. The thing to do, I found, is to go in from the warehouse side. Yes, yeah. much easier. Yeah, for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, so creepy pasta is the big word, and the other sort of genre that it fits into is called the back rooms, and this is whole discussion of of work life and how you get stuck in these places where there's just mind numbing work. And there, anyway, it, it, it's kind of a fascinating concept of how it came, how this is where severance came from. Mm-hmm. So, and then one, I think the guy, Dan Reynolds, Dan Hendricks, whoever was the creator, Dan Harmon, wasn't it? Was it? I don't was know. It? Uh, I know Ben Stiller produced and directed about, I forgot about episodes. that. Yeah. He was involved, but um, he basically just had a, mind-numbing job and kind yeah. of got the idea of, you know, how could I well, separate this? I didn't, I didn't realize any of that. That's very, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, I hadn't either. And Adam Scott, I mean, is so completely different. He looks different. I mean, he looks so much older than he does mm. in Parks and Recreation. He is older, but he even looks different than he does in, in other things I've seen him in. So I don't know if they, you know, aged him somehow or just, you know, made him look so stressed out. Well, yeah, they did Dan Erickson is Dan Erickson. Okay. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I failed. So he was telling that story about his own job and how that kind of inspired. I mean, we all do that. I mean, do y'all try to. It's hard not to bring work stress home. Oh, it's yeah, hard I'm real not bad to about take it. home stress to work. And I think that's the whole general idea. One in the same. Well, yeah. <laughs> if Robbie had a chip for each of his jobs, <laughs> he wouldn't have any room. We'd call him Lay's. <laughs> I prefer Pringles. <laughs> oh, there you go. Or Frito. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, it. Uh, I'm trying to look. Oh, so it's got a 97% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It's wow. What was it? 97? 97%. Gosh, dog. So Who are I, the three holdouts? Who are I, the 3% holdouts? I don't know, but yeah. they probably work in Lumen. <laughs> so. <laughs> they thought they voted the Their other Their voted instead of their outies. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, how long did it take you to get through it, Jay? Well, I don't. You mean weeks? Yeah, a few I mean, weeks. I mean, did is it one of those series? And I guess I'm kind of getting to to a point where I kind of categorize series by I want to see the next one immediately. Yeah, an immediate uh-huh. binge versus oh, I'll get to it. You know. So was this a I want to watch the next episode binge, or was it a I'll get to it in the next day or two and watch episode two, episode three once you get into it? I usually have one thing that I'm watching you along the way that Melissa doesn't care anything about. And so when she's busy, I'll watch, you know, sometimes one a week. it's in the mirror. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mrs. Reed and Mr. Reed. But as it picked up, you know, towards maybe mid season, then I was looking for opportunities. Yeah. To that's kind of, I started out you thinking, okay, this is good. Very interesting. And then like, for me, it was a couple episodes in and we were like, we gotta watch the next one. Gotta watch. And that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I mean, breaking bad was like that where it was yeah. like, we got to watch the next one, even if it's like getting way past our bedtime. It's like, oh, we yeah. got to get one more yeah. in. And then that one will end and you go, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for the next one. The Last of Us is like that. I'm, I, we're, we feel a little uh, – you haven't watched Last of Us yet, Just right? episode one. Okay. I haven't finished the last episode. Okay. Uh, but 
it's almost good that it is on a weekly thing because it's so much to take in. But as it ends, we go, oh, we can't wait to see what happens next. But we almost need that week buffer to kind of recover because it's so. Are you guys enjoying it that much? Yeah, we really like it. You don't like it that much? I, I like it, but I don't know that I enjoy it to that level. Yeah, we really like it a lot. You know, so. I saw Robbie really creep me out the first half of the first episode because it was so close to home. As far as the pandemic being, oh yeah, you know, playing out and watching it happen, I yeah, mean, obviously it wasn't as drastic our own real one, but yeah, there's some elements of it. Yeah, I mean, it happened in three days, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think it uh, the uh, it started on a Friday and the world was over with that Monday. Yeah, so which was kind of crazy. Anyway, mm-hmm. well, we're talking about severance, severance, severance. So we severed our discussion. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, the the twist at the end where his he finds out you know spoiler alert uh, he being Adam Scott I forget his character's name that his wife actually is alive mm-hmm. yeah so how bizarre was that to you I mean how that was I thought one of the great redeeming qualities of the show I thought that is okay that is so cool that they have but why that's another question I'm asking yeah. is why did they because obviously he thought she was dead. Seemed like an accident. That's the whole reason he severed. I mean, his wife is the whole kind of background of the whole show. Yeah. But, you know, did they and you kill don't, her? You don't quote, know unquote. it until yeah. towards the end of the yeah. season uh-huh. because then you see a picture of his wife. You realize, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And, and there's been pictures throughout. You just haven't seen a clear look. And then all of a right. sudden you got that clear look. It's like, oh, Jiminy, what's going on here? And then, yeah. And you see a little bit of sort of attraction. At the end, yes. between the two of them in the the wellness session, um, his last or her goodbye wellness session or his goodbye whatever it was, the last one. People like me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some Saturday Night Live <laughs> vibes there. I, yeah, everything was just creepy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, a, it's like I said, it, it's very disturbing to think about. Very antiseptic, mm-hmm. very very just sterile, and just creepy. And the reward system. Oh yeah, the waffle party. Oh and, yeah, uh, I mean all, that turned out really creepy when when he actually went to the waffle party. Yeah, but the the melon party and the dance off and all that, and they were like, you know, smiling and actually enjoying it or pretending to and all yeah. that. Um, but the 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 wife plot twist, as amazing as it was to me, was not the biggest one. The biggest one was Helly. Yeah, to find out that she was an Egan. Oh yeah, that to me was like. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. I thought that I, I kept thinking that Helly might, you know, they might be involved or might have been the wife or something, you know, uh-huh. at some point. But no, that was a great reveal right there. Yeah, and that's one that. When does it come back? Do we know when it comes back? I don't know. I think I it's mean, not for a while. Shouldn't? I, I mean, I just watched it, but it's been out a while. It should be coming. Nah, I'm looking. I'm looking. And Ted Lasso starts up this week. right? Does it? Oh, it does. I guess I'll have to re up Apple Plus. Uh, TV I'm plus. looking for a Jenny's ice cream flavor based on the Ted Lasso butter cookie. Okay. Please send in a refrigerated <laughs> compartment to the address on your screen. You just need to go to New Orleans. I'm sure they've got it down there. Right? I really I have, it in podcast, I have it in Jackson. I realize the podcast for me is kind of a severance thing because I have no memory of what we're talking about. <laughs> who are you guys again? Yeah, yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. That's why we introduce ourselves every week. That's right. So we know who we so are. It's just for us. <laughs> yeah. It's not for anybody else out there. Um, to me, Severance, like I said earlier, is probably one of the most original story series yeah, in a I long, agree. long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. 
and just really, really enjoyed it. And so well done. Could have been hokey, yeah, you know, but really, really well done. And the fact that Ben Stiller mm-hmm. was so involved, he, I mean, he's an executive producer, he directed. It's not something I would have expected from Ben Stiller. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think about the uh, uh, Adam Scott's boss being actually being his neighbor? That was kind of an interesting. That was a little creepy yeah. too. Right. Yeah. There's there's something. There's still questions to be answered. Oh, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of them. Why Why are they watching him? Why is she out there doing all that? What is yeah. his significance? Because the whole wife thing is all focused on him. Yeah. And I think they they have a certain number of series uh, seasons involved in mind rather. And they've got a story that they're trying to tell, right? It's not just like hey, this. Hopefully, this worked out well. We'll have to figure out what's happening next. I think they've got. From what I've read, they've got an idea. Yeah, yeah. And what the the wife? What was she in recently? Where she kind of played a bad guy almost? Well, she was in Altered Carbon. Yeah, that wasn't it. Well, it was, but not the one you remembered. Because she was, yeah, she, she a bad guy in Altered Carbon. Yeah, yeah, basically. Let's see. I know I saw her, and I can't remember. I can't think of what it was. It's something I watched recently, which which means it's probably a three or four year old movie. <laughs> Jurassic Park, the last Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, that's right. Was she? Yep, she was trying to steal a dinosaur. She was in Dollhouse as well, if you remember that series, Dollhouse. Yeah, yeah. Josh Whedon's ill-fated Dollhouse. So it says she was in Agents of Shield. Yes, she was. Yeah, yes, she was. Supergirl. I don't. So she got a lot of connections there. Uh, I need to go back and rewatch Agents of Yeah, I think she Shield. was Daisy's mother in Agents of Shield. Ah, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm glad you were finally able to join us in the Severance World today. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I'm excited for the next season. So, do you feel like you kind of experience that when you drive to Matheson every day to go to work and back? <laughs> do you cry in the parking lot a lot? I do. <laughs> well, the that's bil- actually why I'm late. I was crying. In the yeah, the building you work outside of looks like it Lumen. does, man. It really does. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, well, do you, Jay? It, it, there's definitely a uh, some salvation in the in the commute. Yeah, some redeeming value in the commute. You get all your cussing done before you get halfway there, right? That's what happens. Either, you and Melissa still ride no, together. Matheson right? is a great job. I'm sure none of them listen to this, but I I love my job. He loves his job. He loves his innie and his outie. So. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you uh, next week. 